tryout begin? I want somebody to give me that answer. Somebody, speak up. When you woke up this morning, what else? When you started training, young men, your tryout started when you took your first breath. Welcome to another episode of A Different Basketball Podcast. My name is Jordan Mount. Today I'm joined by Grenada legend Kevin Cox. Uh, Kevin also plays for the Tri-State Admirals in the TBL as they're located in Patterson, New Jersey. Um, before we get to Kevin, uh, I just kind of want to talk about an initiative that was started by Daniel Marks for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, it's the Scouting and Scavenging, which is an initiative that challenges basketball players and employees from around the country uh, to join um, and collect uh, the unused toiletries in the hotels, um, during the season and, and at the end, you know, the scout, scouting and scavenging will donate those to all the homeless shelters from across the country. Uh, it's a pretty cool initiative and you can follow them on Instagram at scouting and scavenging, um, to find out more information, but Kevin, man, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. So Kevin, you have a pretty, uh, a pretty impressive resume. Uh, you're the Michael Jordan of Grenada. Um, you're a high school champion and <laughs> 2011 and 2012. You're the National Player of the Year in Grenada, 2011, 2013, 2018. Um, then you came to the U.S. Yes, you sir. played at uh, JUCO Seminole State, Kingsborough, University of District Columbia, and now you're with the Tri-State Admirals. You know, how does it feel to, to be so accomplished and, um, you know, to, to represent Grenada in that way? Uh, it's, it's a, like, it's an overwhel- overwhelming feeling. Like, it's been a journey, though. And, you know, when you hit certain bumps along the way sometimes you reach to a point where you feel like you want to give up but you know having a passion for something really you know really gives you an edge to like keep going you know what i'm saying so you know i've been i've been through some stuff where i felt like somebody who you know who didn't have a mindset like i do like would have probably gave up but you know i stuck through it and i you know i accomplished my goal you know playing professional basketball was something i was looking forward to since i you know, since I fell in love with the game and I'm here now and like, I, you know, I'm excited to just keep going and keep making progress, man, for real. Where does that drive come from for you? I mean, you, you're from Grenada and, and, you know, it's a, it's a cool country. You know, it's uh it's one Island and then it's surrounded by little islands. Uh, Fort George is also there. A lot of people, um, you know, take vacations at their vacations at St. George you know, where does the motivation come from for you? You know, where did that persistent comes from? You know, is it your parents? Um, is it your mm-hmm. friends? Or just was it instilled in you at a young age? Uh, I mean, like, I, I grew up on Grenada. Like, my nationality is Grenada, Grenada mm-hmm. but it's a actually smaller island, which is part of, you know, the, you know, is a, a uh, tri-island state. It's Grenada, Caracol, and P.T. Martinique. I was born on a smaller island with named Karakou, which only have approximately 6,000 people living on the island. So, you know, when I was nine years old, I mean, I was, uh, my mom moved to Grenada to, uh, to start nursing school, and I was um, still in Karakou with my grandma, and I used to give her a lot of trouble. So my mom had to, <laughs> my mom had to, you know, get me to come down to Grenada with her. And from there, like, you know, I met some really, some really cool people. I met a lot of people who was actually on the same mission that I was on. So I actually had people pushing me towards, you know, staying on that path to become a good basketball player. Some people who believed in my potential, some people who saw, like, you know, I could at least get a scholarship with it and go further. So it's really, you know, some of the people I met, family, some of my families really, you know, really encouraged me to keep going along that route 
And I was big, I was big on sports, not only basketball, but I played soccer, I did track and field, you know, like so all of that kind of helped me mm-hmm. along the way. But I, I would definitely say my my mom is you know a source of energy when it comes to like pushing me towards uh building my future and you know pursue my goal my dreams um because see everything i do everything i try to accomplish is to see a smile on her face to see her you know just being happy that you know her son or her kids are you know making progress in life so she's really the main the main source of like everything i'm doing right now to be honest shout out to moms man that's awesome. Um, what so is the main sport in Grenada? Is it soccer? <laughs> yeah, shout out to moms. Uh, nah, the main sport. Uh, I would say, I right, soccer is big, but the main sport I would say is track and field and cricket. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my mom's yeah. from Pakistan, um, and cricket's like huge over there. So I, I'm very, I'm very familiar with you know the game and, um. Like Pakistan and India have this game, like mm-hmm. super big rivalry, and uh, it's 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 nuts. It's like soccer. I mean, on on ten, but you know, soccer is one of the most um, incredible sports in the world. But I, I kind of want to touch a little bit. So, how did you get from way, Gren- right. Grenada to America? And and we went to Seminole State first, uh, which is a junior college. So, what walk me through that process? How did that happen? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um- there was there was one year I was um I was practicing I was I was working out with a coach his name is Kester Elkoff you know he's someone that I, I looked up to I have a lot of respect for um you know as I said if if wasn't if wasn't for him I probably wouldn't have been introduced to, introduced to the sport that as I am now and I probably wouldn't have that drive although I feel like I would have still played the sport I probably wouldn't have been in this situation with such passion for the sport but um you know along the way. They had, you know, a lot of people cast the alcohol and then other people start getting involved because people start seeing like, you know, I have a lot of potential, I can make it to the next level. And, you know, people are just, you know, saying like, yeah, an opportunity is going to come, an opportunity is going to come. Just keep working out. Just, you know, you know, don't fall off. Just stay locked in and, you know, the opportunity is going to come your way. And, man, I graduated high school at 17. Then I went back to high school for another year. So, so I, I was out of high school for permanently for like uh, at the age of 18 and there was nothing happening then. So I went to uh, a community college back in Grenada for two years. During those two years, I was grinding. Uh, one of my cousins name is Cyril Cox. He's a big name in basketball uh, in Grenada as well. I was working with him and, you know, he was the main guy at the time that was trying to get me well, I was, me and him was, you know, you know, trying to get in contact with schools and people in the U.S., but most of the effort for me to come to the U.S., and I'm going to say, it, like, just be real with it, it, it came from me. Like, I had to get people to, like, phone with, with no good quality. I had to get people to record me while I'm playing, if it's, even if it's just like a scrimmage get record me playing even when I'm doing like drills practice where I'm working out by myself I had to have people record me so I can cut the film myself and I made a YouTube page to put it up you can go on YouTube right now type in Kevin Carter Grenada and then you'll see if you go through it deep like you'll see 
like videos from 2014, 2013 that I put up myself, 2012, you know? So I kind of push, push myself to be like my own, like I was everything, my own motivate, motivator, my, <laughs> I was marketing myself. I was, yeah. I, and I'm, and this is real. And I, I, I can, I can tell a lot of people this, and even if they want to see, I can show them. I literally have a hundred emails of coaches of a hundred schools I sent email to in the U.S. One hundred, and I think it's probably more, but I'm just saying a hundred because I was, I was so determined to get on that level and show people that I can be way more than you know just the the good basketball player people see in Grenada. Mm-hmm. That um, I started, I started just going in man i started reaching out to a lot of schools and i was getting a lot of positive feedback but a lot of colleges was offering me partial scholarships a lot of them was telling me that you know they really like me but they have to wait the next year and that time and during that that was like 2015 and that year i was taking 22. so at the time i was 21. you know that was like doing wow. summer so um i finally got in contact with a school named bossier paris community college which is in um, louisiana i think yeah, he's in Louisiana. Um, the head coach, he hit me up. He was talking for, for a while, probably like a week. And then he was like, you know, we're going to give you a scholarship. They said they don't, have, they don't have a dorm and they don't have a cafeteria. But what they can do, they can provide me with a, with, um, with, um, with a room. They can provide me housing. And they'll give me a stipend every, like, you know, every month or every semester to, like, help me out with food. So at the time, I was like, yeah, like you know, that's yeah. I'm I'm going with that. That's what I'm gonna go with because you know it sounds way better than me or my mom paying for part of my tuition, which I don't think they have. Like I don't, not, I don't think they don't have the money for because I didn't grow up in a wealthy family. Mm-hmm. So me and the coach from Barcelona Parish was going through it, sending documents back and forth, getting getting stuff signed, trying to go through uh, send documents back and forth. And there was actually another Canadian who um, he was in a school in Oklahoma. He transferred from one school to a Seminole State in, in um, Seminole State College. And the head coach asked him if there's any like good shooting guards or good guards in Grenada. So he gave the he sent one of my videos to the head coach. And the head coach hit up. He was like, um, uh, he introduced himself, and then he asked me. Uh, did you sign already or or are you already set? And I told him, I haven't signed, but I'm in the process. So he just gave me, he came up, he was like, they just gave me the full ride. <laughs> Room, really? Books. Wow. So full tuition, the full ride, man. You know, so he told me like, you know, wait, we're coming up with something. And when he came back, he they gave me like the full offer. And I was like, yo, I was like, I can't turn that down. And although, like, I didn't sign yet, and I felt, I felt, I felt bad for turning down Barthia Parish, but I feel like a situation like that, I think, I was thinking about family a lot too. So I was like, my mm-hmm. mom would feel a lot comfortable with me going that route with, you know, not having, not having her at home worrying about me. So that's how I ended up, you know, ended up in the U.S. It's, it came, it's a lot. It's, it's basically me. I got myself to the U.S. All the training part, all, like get me ready like i'll give i'll give a lot of the coaches credit damian welch sarah cox my cousin uh Catherine alcock you know they had me locked in on you know on my workout but in terms of me putting myself out there on youtube or 
have people filming me and cutting my video myself, reaching out to coaches. I did all that by myself. So that's how I got to Seminole State. That's an incredible story. I mean, for you to market yourself and then, you know, go from Grenada, you know, which is an unknown cut. Like, I didn't really know what Grenada was until I talked to you, which which is bad. Um, but, like, you know, it's an unknown country and, and guys aren't looking for players in Grenada, right? And so for you to take yourself from a small island to, you know, a college in America and and, mm-hmm. and then, you know, end up playing professional basketball, I think that's great. I, I kind of want to touch on the, the JUCO route. So I played in junior college. And, you know, it's rough. I don't know what your experience was like, but my experience was a lot of Wendy's four for fours on the road, buy a little Caesars pizza and you have to share it with your teammate on a, on a little bus. And, you know, you're like cramped up on the road trips and you're playing it. You may be playing in front of 500 people. And then the next night you're playing in front of like 25 and, you know, your friend's mom is the only person from your team that's, you know, in the stands for you guys. So what was, what was the junior college experience? Yeah. What was that like for you? <laughs> uh, well, in, in Seminole State, it was it was it was sort of like how you explain it, you know, being on the road, being like when we were being cooped up. I think when we had how I think they call it the they call it the jamborees. I didn't know about mm. it. They call it the they call it the jamborees. I can't, when I came to the US, I started hearing all the different basketball slangs and stuff. <laughs> so. You went all the way, all the way down to Dallas, Texas, and we was in a, we was in like a van, and it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Couldn't stretch your legs out, and also yeah. it was like it's something, it's something, it's something you had to like, you like you had to adjust. I had to adjust. I had to make a, a, a complete turn around and adjust the the environment around me. But um, it's something like you know I didn't I didn't grow up with grow up with like you know having everything so it's not mm-hmm. i didn't really i wasn't really like you know supportive to say if i don't get this i'm not doing this and that, that. i just whatever was whatever is there i made it work you know whatever is there i you know i try to gauge myself to you know to fit in you know what i'm saying so but the <laughs> i would say i would say though the um getting there like getting into the whole you know, in college, they going through plays and stuff like that. Getting into that was really rough for me because I never, I never ran through any complete set plays mm-hmm. being in like being on the island. So that was pretty rough. And the coaches, the coaches was really hard on me on that. You know. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think you know, like I know they say I have the potential, but yeah, I think like all the coaches are different. So like my coach mm-hmm. in college, we had probably, you know, basically we had like five sets, but we had we had five, you know say a horn set um and we'd have like 10 play 10 actions out of that horn set or we'd have a a four low set and we'd have you know 10 actions out of that four low set and so like that was easy exactly. but like when i was in high school it was like we had like 55 plays and i was like they, they'd call kentucky and we're like yo i haven't ran kentucky for three months like i don't i have no idea what that is i, I can't run it but uh <laughs> it, it, anyways tell tell me about your plays in high school oh yeah it was it was rough yeah, it was wow. it was rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my coach was a real stickler. He loved like um, just running set plays, set plays, set plays, and and uh, you had to know them all. Or you're coming out of the game. Safe to say, I came out of the game quite a bit. <laughs> but but I wanted to. I kind of wanted to touch 
touch on your experience. How was the experience this year playing in TBL for you in, in, uh, in New Jersey? I know we've talked about it a little bit and talked about your relationship with, uh, with your teammates mm. as well. Uh, the experience was good. You know, it's my first, my first uh, professional year, my first professional team that I played for. Um, it was good. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best situation, you know, I'm not going to lie, but you know, I think being in a situation like that, it would prepare me for whatever, what else to come, you know, um, you know, playing wise, we started off the season. We was we started off playing the defending champs, which is you know, which was crazy. Um, although we did we did play, we did we was uh, head to head with them all all the way down to the to the like last two minutes of the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and you know they just got the best of us in the last fifty seconds of the game. But um, you know as as we kept as we kept playing and we kept practicing and you know just being around my teammates a lot more. Uh, we started to be more of a unit, be more of a family. So then we got in a we got in a great run. We was actually on a seven game win streak. So we went from being the eighth seed in the league all the way up to being the second seed. The, the seed. And mm-hmm. you know that week when we had to play uh, the game that probably would have put us in on top of the league, that's when the commissioner uh, sent out the info like the league is shut down because of the coronavirus. So. And um and the relationship with my with my teammates as well it was it's it was great man like a lot of the guys they're hungry the same way because I feel you mm-hmm. know being in the TBL you you're you're around a bunch of guys who like who's like you we were basically the underdogs like we we're in the TBL because like <clears throat> probably we tried out for a bigger league or a, a bigger team and you know they didn't think we were good enough so everyone in that league and and people on our team we have like a chip on our shoulder. So we got to prove people wrong. So we all had had the same hunger. So mm-hmm. we all, we all get along pretty well, you know, um, there's, and then there's like four or five guys who was in the, in the house where we was always staying, always in the gym, always, we do every, like almost everything together every day. So it was, yeah. it was really good being around those guys. Yeah, and I think the TBL is, is is good about you know there's so many really good players out you know out there that are just I mean so good it's hard to you know um, take the time and 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 really like dissect all how good like all these guys are so you know even the TBL yeah. I mean, there's some really 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 good players and so I would never discredit you know are you guys underdogs I think yeah I think you guys all have that chip on the shoulder mm-hmm. I think that's what makes Oh, you guys so good. You know, can you compete in other leagues? Yeah, for sure. You know, I definitely think that, exactly, that you guys can compete exactly. in other leagues. And so I think it's just getting that opportunity and, and, and moving on to that next level. But, you know, I mean, I think it's really easy to to like you, man, when, when you're cooking food for the whole team. So I, I, I've i heard from, from everybody in Tri-State that, that you can cook. What, what's your go-to dish? My go- something I would just go cook right away or like my favorite dish to make? Um, let's say – let's just go favorite. Favorite dish. Favorite, I would say uh, – Baked mac and cheese. We in rich in Grenada. We just say uh, macaroni, macaroni pie. Uh, baked mac and cheese and baked chicken. Like that's that would be my favorite to make though. If I had, if I have the ingredients and I have the time to make it, and I have to make something that I would enjoy, I would make mm-hmm. that. But besides that, like for the team in the house, I made I made stew chicken for them some time. I made Alfredo. I made curry chicken. Oh. I was gonna I was gonna hit him with one of our uh, our island special, which is like the brown down, but I don't think I already had a chance to make that. But <laughs> I, I can cook a lot, man. I've 
I, I call myself, I say, I'll be saying I'm like a low-key chef, you know? So, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe all that's... praise to my mom, though. My mom. <laughs> It's gotta, it's gotta always roll back to moms, man. That's, 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 that's who makes the, makes the, makes the money work, man. Um, you know, I think, uh, I, I, I need, I need you to make me some food. Yes, I'm like, sir. I'm like Tri-State's biggest fan. I've been to like eight of your guys' games. I don't know how many games you play, but I've been to like eight of them. I was at both mm-hmm. Albany games. I was at the Indy game. I think I was at the one in Kentucky too. So I've seen you guys play a ton. Uh, what is it? Macaroni pie? Mm-hmm. Ma- macaroni? Is that what you call it? macaroni pie is that what you call mac and cheese yeah yeah i've never yeah, heard we that call, we said we said yeah what y'all call mac and cheese we say we say macaroni pie macaroni pie that's pretty cool man <laughs> kevin man i really appreciate you coming on the show today um you know you're a grenada legend and, and i hope the the legend continues um you know i just want to thank all the listeners for coming on today i really appreciate it um i hope you enjoyed our conversation with kevin if you want any more information on tbl check us out on social media at the basketball league or the website www.thebasketballleague.net thanks again for all the support it truly means a lot and um kevin once again thank you